0: Forced Migration Review, Issue 56, October 2017 Mexico's Michoacan State, Mixed Migration Flows and Transnational Links by Sochil Bada and Andreas E. Feldman Against a backdrop of unremitting violence in Mexico, traditional migration patterns in the North American Corridor are being reconfigured. The long-established stream of migrants trying to reach the United States in order to improve their economic security has been broadened by thousands of forcibly displaced persons fleeing violence and insecurity in Mexico. End note 1. Rigid distinctions between voluntary and forced migration are becoming blurred as people threatened by violence, lack of economic prospects, and or environmental degradation leave their homelands to protect their fundamental rights. UNHCR, the UN Refugee Agency, has reported a significant rise in asylum petitions by Mexican nationals in the U.S. from 3,669 in 2000 to 14,643 in 2016, despite low acceptance rates in the U.S. End note 2. A critical question for the understanding of contemporary configurations of movement in Mexico concerns how violence is influencing people's decisions to move and how they are selecting their destinations. In addition to seeking shelter within Mexico or applying for asylum abroad, vast and long-established migration networks offer a third possibility to those affected by violence, crossing into the U.S. with or without documentation. In order to study this transnational movement, we explored the case of the Mexican state of Michoacan. Violence and Displacement in Michoacan. Michoacan has been severely impacted by narcotics related violence, with the rise of several prominent criminal organizations. Enabled by their vast wealth and coercive capacity, drug cartels have permeated the economy, and the country's rather weak government is incapable of stopping the process. Michoacan has also witnessed the rapid expansion of self-defense militias that emerged as a reaction to organized crime. Thousands of Michoacanos, people from Michoacan, have been forced to flee to makeshift camps on the outskirts of towns and cities, while the state, undermined by powerful non-state actors, has been unable and or unwilling to provide assistance and protection to these internally displaced people, IDPs. Khan faces the additional challenge of attempting to assist and reintegrate thousands of migrants who return from the U.S. because of unemployment or who are deported from the U.S. due to criminal convictions or lack of documentation. Under the current presidential administration, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security has successfully implemented a policy based on fear tactics to encourage thousands of undocumented immigrants to return voluntarily rather than risk mandatory custodial sentences if caught by immigration and customs enforcement. These returnees sometimes attempt to settle in larger cities in Michoacan, where they have social networks in search of better employment opportunities. Others return to their hometowns to live with relatives, where they frequently face scarce employment opportunities, an absence of integration policies, and violent conditions, prompting the need to move yet again. End Note 3. Choosing a Destination Michoacan has a long tradition of international migration. The presence of Michoacanos in the U.S. dates back to the early 20th century when thousands of men migrated north to work in agriculture. In the 1960s, women and children joined this migration flow. The presence of these migrants was instrumental in creating a transnational community with robust economic, cultural, and political ties, and there is a constant stream of movement between Michoacan and several cities in the U.S., including Chicago, Dallas, and Los Angeles. In 2014, the state of Michoacan received $2.2 billion in family remittances, the largest amount received by any Mexican state. This number represents 10% of the state's annual gross domestic product, GDP, and is twice the value of state exports. Politically, Michoacan identifies itself as a binational state. The governor of Michoacan and other authorities regularly traveled to the U.S. in order to maintain and deepen their ties with the Michoacan diaspora. For their part, Michoacanos in the U.S. return often to Michoacan and actively engage in lobbying and interaction with regional authorities and communities concerning the migratory status and living conditions for Mexicans in the U.S. The state organizes every year a binational migration forum, Foro Binacional del Mirante, at which regional authorities and a plethora of organizations from Mexico and the U.S., Come together to discuss problems and challenges, including governmental help to returnees, support for job creation, health and education programs, the development of infrastructure projects, and measures to enhance migrant security. These issues are relevant to both economic migrants and forced migrants. The unlikelihood of receiving assistance and protection in Mexico, the fear of being targeted even when they move internally, the existence of long-standing transnational networks, and the prospect of finding better opportunities in the North all seem to inform the decision to seek protection by crossing the Mexico-US border despite migrants' lack of documentation. In order to study this phenomenon, we conducted interviews and surveys with authorities, representatives of civil society, academics, and migrants. End note 4. As we learned in visits to Michoacan and interviews with migrants in Chicago, people leave their communities as discreetly as possible trying to avoid detection by violent actors and relying on existing networks' social capital for their protection. Those fortunate enough to have relatives and close friends in the U.S. often receive critical support, money, visa sponsorship, information, shelter that allows them to travel and reach the U.S. and once there, find a job and adjust to their new lives. While conditions in the U.S. for Mexican migrants, both economic migrants and asylum seekers, have deteriorated significantly since the 2008 economic crisis and the recent policies implemented by the current Trump administration, our interviewees pointed out that many of those who fear for their lives in Mexico prefer to face uncertainty and danger in the U.S. rather than stay put in Michoacan. A long-standing culture of migration plays a huge role in facilitating this movement because for many Michoacanos, migrating is an integral part of their upbringing. Current circumstances pose enormous challenges to information gathering, rendering the task of tracing migrants' journeys difficult. Not only are fleeing migrants reluctant to speak, government officials in Mexico and the U.S. are similarly reluctant all fearing being targeted by narcotics-related criminal organizations. The difficulty of obtaining information is exacerbated because Mexican authorities cannot be seen to provide information that confirms the scale of the exodus of their citizens to the U.S., as doing so would signify capitulation to drug cartels. Federal and Michoacan state authorities, including the Federal Executive Commission of Victim Services and the Migrant Affairs Secretariat in Michoacan, recognize forced migration as a problem but lack a thorough awareness of its dimensions and transnational connections and lack the policies needed to coordinate assistance to those affected. Even in the current context of violence in Mexico, there are almost no government programs in place to assist and protect IDPs. End note 5. Civil society has also been slow to react. Similarly, migrant civil society representatives in Michoacan can only offer scant evidence documenting those who have migrated north with their ability to investigate impeded by lack of resources and fear of retaliation. Given the predicament faced by thousands of uprooted Michoacanos, it is incumbent upon the Mexican authorities, both at the federal and state level, to implement concrete measures to assist and protect this population, especially the most vulnerable. At the very least, measures should include opening shelters where victims could receive vital aid and medical assistance and be protected from harm, strengthening existing mechanisms to report human rights violations and other crimes, developing a national register of displaced people, and, as far as possible, devising mechanisms to help victims to return to their communities and to promote other durable solutions. The international community, for its part, should provide financial and technical support to increase the capacity of the Mexican state, To confront this mounting humanitarian crisis. Sochil Bada, XBADA at UIC.edu, Associate Professor. Andreas E. Feldman, FELDMANA at UIC.edu, Associate Professor. Latin American and Latino Studies Program, University of Illinois at Chicago www.uic.edu. The authors thank Christina Correa for assistance in preparing this article. End Note 1. Albuja El, 2014, Criminal Violence and Displacement in Mexico, Forced Migration Review, Issue 45. www.fmreview.org/crisis. Slash End note 2. UNHCR Population Statistics 2017 HTTP colon slash slash popstats.unhcr.org slash en slash asylum underscore seekers End note 3. Personal interview with a staff member of the Migrant Affairs Secretariat in Michoacan Morelia, December 2016. Endnote four. This information was completed by secondary sources, including governmental, intergovernmental, and NGO reports, asylum seeker affidavits, and academic works. Endnote five. Rubio Diaz Leal, L. 2016, Internal Displacement in Mexico A Debate on Concepts, Statistics, and State Responsibility, in Cantor D. J. and Rodriguez Serna N., editors, The New Refugees Crime and Forced Displacement in Latin America, London Institute of Latin American Studies.